Avatar The Last Airbender, mercy and forgiveness are themes consistently shown by many characters throughout the show. A theme that has had negative and positive effects. They both affect friends and family, but on a larger scale they sometimes have an effect on a nation, or even on the world. To begin, we will look at Avatar Roku. Avatar Roku is the Fire Nation Avatar. He grew up in the Fire Nation Kingdom alongside his best friend, Sozin. Sozin was a prince at the time, next in line to become the Fire Lord. Growing up, the two had similar views, but as Roku turned 16, he embarked on his journey to become a fully realized avatar. Roku traveled the world, learning peace and working on his spirituality while mastering air with the air nomads. He then learned community while mastering waterbending with the water tribe. And finally, he worked on becoming a stern and responsible leader while mastering earthbending in the Earth Kingdom. Just as Avatar Roku was mastering his abilities, Sozin was also gaining knowledge on the world. The Fire Lord's evolving political mind encouraged him to discuss the eclipse of the Fire Nation with his best friend, and how they should be the most powerful nation ever. Roku gave Sozin his first warning, but that wasn't enough. Roku had later gotten word that Sozin set up colonies in the Earth Kingdom, and this enraged the Avatar, finally destroying their friendship. And when Roku barged into the Fire Lord's kingdom, Sozin quickly attacked him, but Roku's avatar state was activated and he pinned his best friend. Roku told Sozin to never pursue this plan ever again, but Roku's crucial mistake was this very forgiveness. This mercy and trust and lenience towards his best friend, or former friend, costed him greatly. And the cost, you ask? Well, it's the Hundred Year War. When Roku was dying, this trust was not repaid, as he left his best friend to die at the hands of a volcano. And with the entering of a comet, which boosted firebending ability tenfold, Sozin and the Fire Nation proceeded to attempt to wipe out the next Avatar, an Air Nomad, finally beginning the Hundred Year War. Chronologically, this is Avatar's first showing of mercy, between friends. Roku's friendship and his ideals costed him dearly, though a cost that he wouldn't reap, but the rest of the world would, for a hundred years. Next, we move forward in time to our favorite waterbender, Katara of the Southern Water Tribe. At eight years old, Katara was the last waterbender in the Southern Water Tribe. The Fire Nation imprisoned all the waterbenders to begin wiping the Southern Water Tribe out. When Katara and Sokka were young, the Southern Raiders invaded the Southern Water Tribe in search for the last waterbender. Unbeknownst to them, that bender was Katara, but Kaya, their mother, lied in order to protect her and they took Kaya instead, and later killed her. Eight years later, Katara, with the aid of Zuko, sought out the Southern Raiders, in order to find their leader and gain revenge. Katara and Zuko found a man named Yan-Ra. Upon seeing him, Katara's wrath was born. She shouted at the man to remember her and her mother, and he remembered. But she explained to him that it was actually her and not her mother, who was the last waterbender. She lied to you. She was protecting the last waterbender. In an extreme display of her waterbending prowess, she turned the rain into ice spikes and sent them his way. Yanra pleaded and sobbed, begging for his life, even offering his mother. Katara dropped the spikes and left, sparing the man's life. This is mercy on a different scale, as Katara saved the man who killed her own mother and Katara's display of mercy showed her growth as a person. Katara needed to see the man, 
and she needed to realize that he was pathetic and did not deserve her time. She needed this to be able to move on in her life. And the second to last character is Zuko. He falls under the theme of forgiveness, but Zuko has been on the opposing end of forgiveness. When he interrupted and spoke out against a general, it was seen as a large insult and disrespect towards the general. Ozai demanded that he partake in Agni Kai. Unbeknownst to him, it was actually against the Fire Lord himself and not the general. When the fight began, Zuko immediately dropped to his knees and asked for forgiveness, but his plea was rejected and Ozai ruthlessly burned his son, leaving Zuko with a lifelong reminder of this day. Zuko was told to find and return the Avatar in order to regain his honor, and in order to return to the Fire Nation. Zuko and his uncle Iroh set out to do so, and he constantly chased down the Avatar. At the end of the second season, it appeared that the Prince of the Fire Nation had changed, as he returned Appa to Aang, and he showed vulnerability towards Katara, even to the point where she almost used the spirit water with special healing properties on his scar. But instead, Zuko joined forces with Azula, fighting Aang and Katara and imprisoning his uncle. In the final season, Zuko finally found himself, and the first thing he did was forgive himself. When he encountered his father on the day of Black Sun, he finally forgave himself for his own wrongdoings. He finally realized what his purpose was. He realized what he was actually searching all this time, which was his father's acceptance. But he didn't receive it from his father, instead from Iroh. He later joined the team where he found new friends. But at first, it didn't start off so well. He was quickly forgiven by Toph at first, after burning her feet, followed by being forgiven by the Avatar himself, after they learned the art of firebending together. And then Sokka, who Zuko helped rescue his father and his girlfriend Suki. And finally he was forgiven by Katara, who took the longest to forgive Zuko. But most importantly, Zuko was forgiven by Iroh. A person who stayed by his side through thick and through thin, Iroh raised Zuko, instructing him and teaching him to be kind to those around him. Iroh encouraged Zuko to change his ways, and to look at what he wants for himself. There was a point when Iroh was the only person in this world that he had and Zuko still rejected him, and betrayed him when he thought his honor was on the line. But Iroh still took him back, giving him the unconditional love that Zuko needed all his life. How can you forgive me so easily? I thought you would be furious with me. I was never angry with you. I was sad because I was afraid you lost your way. And finally, we look at Avatar Aang. The first thing to note is that when Aang was announced as the Avatar, his life with the Air Nomads quickly changed. His friends at the Air Temples rejected him because of his stature, and he simply trained all day, meditating and practicing. But the young monk had a teacher, Monk Yatsu, who stayed with him and trained him, and played with him as a father figure and as a best friend to Aang. And when the Air Nomads threatened to split the two due to their relationship, Aang ran away. He made it all the way to the Southern Water Tribe, where he fell into the ocean and his avatar state would engulf him into an ice cocoon as he laid in the ocean, frozen for a hundred years. During those one hundred years, the Fire Nation, led by Sozin's Comet and Sozin's leadership, eliminated the entire Air Nomads. Every single Air Nomad was killed, except for Aang. This pained and burdened the young avatar immensely. When he saw Gyatso's skeleton in the Air Nomad temple, this gutted him. The last Air Nomad had every right to be angry and enraged, and saddened, and we saw his tears, and through the Avatar state we saw his anger. The guilt he felt was simply unprecedented, but Aang had to forgive himself in order to move forward with his life. 
he had to understand that even the monks themselves didn't blame him, but his journey of mercy and forgiveness would not end there. When Aang activated the Avatar state against the Fire Lord, he guaranteed himself as the victor of that fight. But when it was time to silence Fire Lord Ozai to end the war, Aang simply took his bending away. Now Aang could have released all of the anger and emotions he previously had. He could have avenged his family, the air nomads that were brutally wiped out, an eye for an eye, right? But he didn't, or he couldn't. The air nomad culture is predicated on finding other ways, or the most peaceful methods to solve their issues. This is the reason why they didn't have a military. They didn't use their bending for offensive purposes or for aggression. They really didn't have anyone to fight back when they were being wiped out. But Aang had the resolve and the mercy to be able to forgive the Fire Lord and the entire Fire Nation for wiping out his family. Aang carries the air nomad culture and philosophies in his spirit, and in the way he treats the world as the Avatar. Avatar The Last Airbender teaches us that forgiveness is hard. We saw that through the tears and anger of Katara, Iroh, and Aang. But we see that forgiveness allows people to bloom and grow like Zuko. These characters are able to do it because they will not let their past burden their future. And with this conclusion, I ask you these two questions. Are you able to forgive those who have done you wrong? Are you able to forgive yourself? Because forgiveness is a trait of strength and wisdom. Forgiveness is freedom. Forgiveness is love.